Welcome to Records and Bands. I think I want to pay a little tribute to Mark Lanigan today. Um, Mark passed away on Tuesday. Today's Thursday. Um, I'm really struggling with it. Um, and I, I don't know why. I can't get my head around it. It feels like one of those... I don't fucking know. Um... I'm 43, and I'm crying my eyes out over a man I've never met. I wanted to just pay a little tribute to his work, tell you about tell you about my relationship with his music, maybe. So, for those that don't know Mark Lanigan, um, he to say he was prolific is an understatement. He made well seven, eight albums with Screaming Trees from the mid '80s through to the mid '90s, and then there was another record release later on. So, eight albums with Screaming Trees, three with Isabel Campbell, 12 solo records, loads of collaborations, notably with the likes of Queens of the Stone Age, and then he had a project with um, Greg Dooley from the Afghan Wigs. I think that was, that was Gutter Twins. I don't know. I don't know how many records he sold, but he made fucking loads, and that's what's important, isn't it? Um, fuck. Um... I would have first heard Screaming Trees on the soundtrack to Singles, the Cameron Crowe film from about 91, 92. Um, I mean, it's one of the best soundtrack albums of all time and nearly lost you's on there at the end. And yeah, I was hooked really. I thought his voice was amazing. And then there was a bit of a break until 96 when Dust came out. Yeah, so Dust came out in 96 and that kind of, tied up with the first time I had some spare money to splash about so I was able to go to the record shop and actually buy a CD on the day it came out I had 12.99 to spend on a CD which didn't happen very often in those early days so I bought that one that turned out to be Kerrang's record of the year for 1996 which was a massive thing for us you know Kerrang was our bible and then that record being like voted their best or allocated their best was a big deal I think for us Obviously, I'd heard his work with Mad Season, um, alongside Lane Staley on Long Day Gone in November Hotel. Um, but I think I, once I got Dust... Sorry, this is all over the fucking place. Oh, dear. I thought Dust was marvellous record, beginning to end. I thought it's one of those perfect records that there's just nothing wrong with it at all. And obviously, Mark's voice on that was fantastic. I know he doesn't... He didn't. I know he doesn't like to trade off his work he'd done with the screaming trees but some of it was just unbelievably good i kind of dipped in and out of his solo work and um, i really enjoyed field songs and bubblegum my brother bought me bubblegum actually i really enjoyed that one um and more recently i'll say recently it's about I mean, nearly eight years ago now um i went to see him on the tour he was doing for his phantom radio record so he went to, went down to or went across to Portsmouth on the ferry to see that, and I think I've said on it before that to be honest, the gig felt a bit shit, and that might sound a little blasphemous now, but I feel I need to be honest, and not every artist has, has you know is on the top of the game every night. You do get shit gigs, but I'm so glad I went to see him. So glad it cost me an absolute fortune. An absolute fortune to go and see him. By the time we had 
bus tickets and ferry tickets and then I would have had to miss half the gig if I was going to get the ferry back to the Isle of Wight that night. So I decided I will get a hotel room. So it was like nearly 100 quid for a hotel room. Um, Hazel didn't want to go, so it was just me. And I think door-to-door, gig, hotel, transport, it was like nearly 230 quid just to go and see him in the Wedgwood Rooms, which is a shitty little club in the safe sea. I mean, it's a great little club. It's It's one of the great clubs, I think. But dark and dingy and horrible and fucking where you want to go and watch a band really um yeah sorry this is a bit rambling i'm still kind of i'm not entirely sure what i want to say to be honest it does feel like we've lost another another one of ours another one of those great singers great songwriters one of those great artists from that seattle scene that we grew up on and i don't think it's an overstatement to say that People like Mark, like Chris Cornell, like Lane Staley, they're our prince, they're our Bowie. And rightfully so, there was a lot of grief about when Prince passed away and when Bowie passed away. And these are the equivalents for us. I think that's fair. It's certainly how I feel. This morning I feel how this morning I feel how my dad must have felt when Freddie Mercury passed away. And we've been here before. Like, Cornell really hit me hard. And I think this is bringing up memories of that. And it's just shit. It's just shit. Um, I was having a little... I think it's just... Maybe it's because we're getting older as well. This wasn't a young man that died. This wasn't a... You know, it wasn't like Kurt at 27. You know, he was 57. That's no age at all. But you kind of hope that, and again, like Chris Cornell, you kind of hope that they get to that age and they're through it and that's it. We're we're out of the woods. We've got them forever. They get to grow old as disgracefully or gracefully as they want to. And sometimes it's just not meant to be. So we've lost another great one. We've, never won a, we've lost another one of our... I think that's it. I think... They're like our ringleaders, like we're this little group of outsiders and these these people represent us. It's not that they know us or they know what we go through or went through or, well, maybe they do. I'm sorry, this is rambling bullshit. I did see on Twitter that there was quite a few like obituary type threads. Like Spotify put up a... a, a saying all missing we're gonna miss the great mark lanigan who passed away and there was a big stream of posts afterwards going who sorry don't know who that is no don't care don't don't know who that is and to start with i just wanted to be like yeah fuck you you don't fucking know like really just fucking go against them and then i took a minute and i was like you know i could tell them to get fucked but if you didn't know Mark Lanigan, if if you didn't know his music, if you didn't know that voice, that's okay. He he wasn't for you. I'm sad for you. I'm sad that you didn't get to know that. I'm I'm sad that you didn't have that in your life. But some of us are really feeling this like a punch in the nuts or a punch in the guts, whatever you prefer. And as sad as it is, I think I think we're the lucky ones because we had it. We had the music. We had his voice. Thank you, Mark Lanigan.
there's one tweet I did see from Stephen Hill on Twitter. He says, a tweet will never accurately sum up Mark Lanigan. The demeanour of the devil, the voice of an angel, underrated yet revered, undervalued but adored. Hard as nails, but capable of creating transcendent beauty. A perfect, unique conundrum of a man. I am very, very, very upset. So, go and listen to Dust, go and listen to Bubblegum, go and listen to Ballad of the Broken Seas, listen to Phantom Radio, just put it on, just cherish him, just embrace the voice, and I'll catch you later. Cheers, Mark.